Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin, and you're listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about something that is unfortunately extremely common in relationships with narcissistic people, and that is that narcissistic personalities make the other person or people into opponents and adversaries. Communication between human beings is the most successful when it's done as a dance, as a partnership where both people have the same goal. When our goal is to win or to be right, we have automatically made the other person into an opponent instead of a partner in communication. When we have a disagreement with another person or there is an uncomfortable conversation going on, in order for it to be healthy and productive communication, we need to see it as working together toward a resolution. It needs to be both people or all people versus the problem or for a solution, not the people versus each other. This mindset creates an adversarial dynamic and makes automatic opponents out of everyone involved. This can make resolving situations and disagreements difficult, if not completely impossible. The human ego's desire to win or to be right is very powerful, and it can make working together feel very difficult for people. We might find that we have to intentionally overcome that desire in order to engage in productive, healthy communication, and if we feel that we've been shamed, attacked, accused, or blamed in the situation, it can be much more difficult to overcome or ignore the ego's desire to defend, punish, be right, or win. This is the dynamic we generally see in relationships with pathologically narcissistic personalities. Due to their extremely large, extremely toxic, and extremely dysfunctional egos, they feel very threatened by uncomfortable communication. They feel incredibly insulted, attacked, and rejected by criticism, even mild criticism. They feel blamed by being asked to take responsibility for their stuff. They feel shamed by being required to take accountability for their stuff. This further reinforces the adversarial dynamic, most notably because since they feel attacked, they attempt to defend themselves by attacking the other person. And that's all happening in tandem with the overall ego perception that being wrong and losing in general are horrifically shameful things that must be avoided at all costs because they cannot be recovered from. This is ridiculous, of course, but it doesn't change the way these personalities seem to feel. Is very real for them. Their reactions to being wrong or to a perceived loss are testimony to how serious this really is for them. It is simply intolerable for the truly pathological personality to lose or to be wrong. Even the potential threat of these things can be too much for many of them due to the toxic shame that these things provoke and narcissistic personalities will fight as hard as possible through fair means or foul to prove to themselves that it's not true. Notice that we don't say to prove to others. That's because other people are not the target here. Not really. Remember, the narcissist endeavors to convince themselves. Other people are simply the props they use in order to do that. They only seem able to experience themselves through the reflected perceptions of other people. Therefore, if others believe something about them, they can believe it too. Some might say it's kind of like being in court. It doesn't matter what's true. It only matters what you can convince people of or what they can be made to believe. Narcissistic personalities are simply too invested in not being wrong and not losing to engage in healthy communication, conflict resolution, problem solving, or even just basic conversation for some of them. Any attempt to get them to try something different or work together is very often taken as an attempt to manipulate them into giving up what they perceive as a power position and or into essentially losing in some way. 
They might not be able to articulate exactly how this would occur. For example, they might not be able to explain how just simply hearing another person out would weaken their own position, but it does seem to be the fear. This cannot really be overstated, and it's very important to understand so that we can truly see the dynamics at play here. They cannot actually listen to anything that you're saying, can't consider your arguments, can't concede that you've made any points at all, because to do that is automatically seen as giving up ground and weakening their own position. It's very, very important to understand, because it brings it into perspective how unlikely this really is to happen. Narcissists are so locked into this adversarial perception that they appear to assume that your goal is the same as theirs, to beat your opponent, and that you're willing to do whatever it takes to achieve that goal, including lie, cheat, steal, and everything else, just like they are. Therefore, anything you say is simply regarded as part of that and is not listened to or taken seriously. This is why we see it so often that the more you try to get narcissists to actually listen to you, the more threatened they become by the conversation, the more they fight against doing that. Narcissistic personalities don't appear to recognize working together and resolving issues as probable motives or viable outcomes. They don't really seem to understand exchanging ideas or discussing concepts as reasons for conversation. They seem to view conversations of almost any kind as contests, where the goal is to either convince the other person to agree with you or beat the other person down until they give up. They assume the other person is also doing that, and it results in nonsense arguments, ridiculous accusations, hair triggering that seems to come out of nowhere, and an absurd power struggle that never ends. The only time we generally see a concession or a forfeit on the part of a pathologically narcissistic personality is when there's more of a percentage for them in a perceived loss, kind of like taking a plea bargain to avoid a longer sentence or more serious charges. For example, narcissists may be willing to take blame not only for what they have done, but even for things they haven't done, if it will result in getting what they want in the end. We see this during hoovering attempts all the time, where they are attempting to re-secure a relationship. This is still perceived as a win, and that's all that matters. You can't get anywhere with this type of dynamic at play. It's very important to understand that and not get caught up in believing that you can somehow work with this or work around it because you can't. The result of this dynamic is that it's impossible to work together because working together is not winning. Beating your opponent is winning. If you don't have an opponent, you can't win. If you need to win, then you need an opponent because you can't just win without one. Somebody has to lose, and if you don't have an opponent, you have to create an opponent. Since the entire narcissistic mindset is about competing for what they perceive to be finite resources, only enough spotlight, energy, attention, etc. in any situation for one person, then the mindset is also about exploiting and taking advantage of situations and people specifically because they believe that everybody else is trying to do the same thing. This automatically creates opponents, enemies, adversaries, and rivals out of literally everyone, including one's own children. Get them before they get you, because everyone is trying to get you. And even if you don't get them, you better make sure they don't get you. This means trust no one, give no ground, believe no one, work together with no one, be honest with no one, reveal or share what little self you have with no one. Many times people are worried about what they think they should do because they're afraid the narcissist will feel like they won. You can't get hung up on how narcissistic people perceive outcomes. They are able to twist anything 
into a win for themselves or into a loss for themselves that they can punish other people for, even at great expense to their own lives. It's how they survive. The only way for you to, quote, win this awful game is not to play at all. If they think that's a win for their side, let them. It doesn't matter what they think. It really, truly doesn't. Their beliefs have no effect on reality. You did not lose just because somebody else thinks they won. These personalities live in a world they believe to be inherently unsafe, where trust is not just a four-letter word. In many ways, it is a truly and legitimately foreign concept. If you have ever asked them questions about trust, you've probably seen the look they give you. They look at you like you have two heads, like they have no idea what you're talking about. When we look at it from this perspective, it becomes clear how futile and even dangerous it really is to attempt to create a partnership of any kind with this type of person, whether it's romantic, family, business, any other. They need to win at all costs and in all situations. And in order to do that, you need to lose. That tells you everything you need to know about how this is going to go. I hope that clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions, so please keep those coming. I take appointments online over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype worldwide. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, clinics, and seminars throughout the year. So if you'd like to see what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. And if you are interested in joining our support group with weekly meetings, access to exclusive content, and more, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and littleshaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a beautiful day.